Here's a look at first news. It's fair. It's accurate. You get the damn truth. The Biden administration is launching a plan to change the weather by reducing methane emissions. Methane packs a short-term climate punch, they said, now even more than carbon. The plan was announced by Joe yesterday as he caught a quick nap during the two-day conference in Glasgow, Scotland. All of the world's leaders basically were there except China and Russia. He couldn't remember the two that were not. And while people were speaking yesterday, describing the most serious threat to the world, Joe Biden fell asleep and had to be uh, woke up by one of his assistants and told him to pay attention yesterday. It must not be too critical. Yeah. In the meantime, we have hundreds, possibly thousands of people still being held hostage in the hands of the terrorist organizations, the Taliban, in Kabul. A Taliban official said there was another explosion yesterday. This one was in front of a military hospital causing casualties. The blast went off at one of the gates right by the military hospital. The number of casualties is not known. Some of their special forces are at the scene. We still don't know, folks. We still don't know there. And we're in day 80. President Joe Biden trying to whip up climate change support. There's trouble here at home while he's gone. He's promoting global efforts to change the weather. But his efforts here at home are stalled. One, Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, a Democrat, again has raised doubts about all of his social spending package that includes $555 billion, a half a trillion dollars that will change the weather now over the next 10 years. Election Day today in America, Democrat Terry McAuliffe and Republican Glenn Youngkin or will fire up their base today. Both campaigns working to drive up turnout in a contest over basically education and a lot of other things in Virginia. Youngkin campaigned in the southwestern quarter yesterday. McCullough stopped in Richmond, Virginia. Virginia, a blue state, heavy, heavy Democrat state, feeling the pressure, feeling the pressure this morning. Voters in Minneapolis are deciding whether to replace their city's police department with a new Department of Public Safety. The election comes a year after the George Floyd death. Mayor Jacob Fry is also in a tough fight for his second turn. A bevy of opponents attacked his leadership. The mayor races in question. If no candidates reach 50% in the first round, the winner would be determined Wednesday. But they want to abolish police in Minneapolis, folks, and have a new Department of Public Safety. You know who will vote for the new Department of Public Safety? Every crook in Minneapolis. Why wouldn't you? Coronavirus deaths in Russia hit another record. Yesterday... 
39,000 new confirmed cases in Russia, 1,178 deaths. Hmm. You know, we never hear about new records in America anymore. Do you know, folks, that every day in America, we hit a new record? Every day in America, it's a new record. Mm -hmm. Every day, if we add a coronavirus death, that's a new record high for coronavirus deaths. That news has been completely wiped out. We don't talk about coronavirus deaths anymore in America on our national news. Even KTV COVID here in Billings, they cover them once in a while. But every day is a new record under the Biden administration. The SpaceX launch has been delayed. They have a minor medical issue involving one of their four astronauts. Launch to the space station is now off until Saturday. It looks like, too, it could be Sunday because bad weather could move that. Officials will not say which astronaut is involved. They'll protect that astronaut's medical rights. They won't even tell us which astronaut is sick, but folks... (laughs) They know what all you need, don't they? Don't know which astronaut it is. Uh Uh-oh. 20-year-old California man accused of assaulting a flight attendant on a cross-country American Airlines flight allegedly punched the woman in the face after being told he could not use the bathroom, left her bleeding around her nose, gave her a concussion. Brian Sue was charged with assault and interfering with a flight crew. He told investigators the attendant charged at him, hitting her nose on his palm. He's lucky he was on that flight and on a flight with a bunch of Montana folks on it if he would have punched that flight attendant. The world's biggest shipping company out of Denmark, Maersk, has reported a sharp rise in their earnings because of shipment of goods. Their earnings grew 68% in the third quarter. The problem is all that freight still sitting off the coast of America and other places. We just can't get it unloaded. Soaring oil and gas prices from the coronavirus helped boost third quarter profits for British oil giant BP. Yesterday, by the way, Biden was pleading to Russia and the Middle Eastern countries to pick up their oil production and shipments of oil in order to bring gas prices down. Hmm. Mark? I know. Said it's not right that hardworking Americans have to pay three thirty-five dollars a barrel uh, for a gallon of gasoline while Russia and the Middle East are sitting on this pool of oil. Mm-hmm. And we've got it. We were the we were number one in the nation, you yo-yo. Number one in the world producing oil. We were an exporter just 10 months ago. 10 months ago. 10 months? 300 days ago. And now look. Asian stock markets mixed today. Japan, Australia, China, they all fell. Wall Street, you know what kind of day it was on Wall Street yesterday? Tell me. Wobbly. Oh, no. Another wobbly day. I've heard wobbly more in the last 10 months than I've ever heard in my life, except for when we talked about weebles. That's right. They wobble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> yes. Wobbly. Another wobbly day yesterday on Wall Street. Wobbly. 
That's how they describe it now when Wall Street has a bad day. Jeff Bezos' Earth Fund has pledged $2 billion to change the weather. He wants to transform agricultural systems. We must conserve what we have and restore what we lost. The $2 billion pledge is part of $10 billion that he committed earlier this year to spend by 2030 in order to change the weather. Boy, it was a bad day on Montana highways and roads here over the last couple days. Two teenagers from around Butte were killed, two injured in a rollover near Deer Lodge. The driver failed to negotiate a sharp curve on one of their frontage roads Saturday. The car went off the road and rolled. Three of the four occupants were ejected. A 19-year-old man from Deer Lodge and a 17-year-old girl from Anaconda were killed there. The other two, not in good shape. The crash remains under investigation. Three men were killed when the vehicle they were in made a U-turn on I-90 in Billings and pulled into the path of a semi. The men apparently pulled over on the side of the road to check on an abandoned vehicle on Monday. Then they pulled back out into traffic and then they made a U-turn. It was coming back across the road when it was T-boned by the semi. All three of those men died at the scene. Their names haven't been reported. A woman was struck and killed by a car shortly after she called Lake County law enforcement officers to report somebody was driving through a field east of Pablo. The vehicle that hit the woman was believed to be the same one that had been driving through the field. According to the sheriff, the driver appears to have intentionally hit that woman. Woman's body was taken to the crime lab in Missoula for an autopsy. They're still investigating. U.S. wildlife officials have agreed to keep species protections in place for the Canada lynx. A judge in Montana approved the settlement between the Interior Department and environmentalists who sued. Lynx have been listed as threatened since 2000. During the Trump administration, the lynx had recovered. Its numbers rebounded. Some scientists and some wildlife advocates are warning, though, that climate change could undo that progress by reducing its habitat and its key food source, snowshoe hares. You know, you know, if a lynx is walking through the forest and it sees a jackrabbit, uh-huh. oh, I can't eat that. I'm not going to eat that jackrabbit. I'm starving to death, but that's a jackrabbit. I'm a Wilson lynx. I only eat snowshoe hares. Mark. I know. I know. Every day we get stuff like this. Well, the new decision to allow all vaccinated people to enter the United States by land for non-essential travel starting next week has many Canadians now packing up their campers, making reservations, getting ready to turn into a snowbird and head south. Restrictions imposed by both countries during the pandemic. 
kept millions of Canadians from coming south. Yeah, they come south too, head to Florida, Arizona, Mexico. Some RV parks and camping sites are already booked. So we restricted people from coming in the north border and heading south, but we did not restrict anybody who wants to come in from the south border and head north. And, folks, if you've been watching these World Series games, they have been going late into the evening, and they are long games. The first five series games are averaging three hours and 41 minutes. The opener took four hours and six minutes. Game five on uh, Monday night or on uh, Sunday night lasted exactly four hours and ended after midnight on the East Coast. Uh, sooner or later, Major League Baseball is going to have to institute a pitch clock mm-hmm. with or without an agreement with the Players Association. And uh, what the hell is the matter with you sissy prima donna pitchers now? I mean, did you ever watch the, I mean, these guys, you know, they horse around out there. And first of all, if you get rid of your gold chain. I don't like that either. You know, um, they, they mess around and, and uh, I mean, some of them will take 30 to 45 seconds between each pitch. Um, it's awful. The game would be a lot more exciting, faster paced, quick moving mm-hmm. if they would do this kind of thing. Because uh, you, you lose fans like that. You lose viewers. You, you lose me. I mean, come <laughs> on. Uh, it shouldn't take that long. We'll see. In sports, another feud in NASCAR. Uh, Kyle Busch complaining about being hit by Brad Keselowski uh, as his rival made a desperate move to pass him on the final straight. He said, I mean, what's he going to do? Is he trying to spin me out? Was was he going to do a Harvick uh, and what he was trying to do? What, for second place? For what? He wasn't going to transfer through. He's the, and he called him, he called him the R word, and I didn't know what the R word was. And uh, I had to go look up what the offensive R word was. And I understand nowadays, nowadays it is. Uh, so he said, uh, he tweeted in one of my post-race interviews, I used a word I should never use. I want to apologize for it. Uh, the NASCAR series said the language violated its conduct guidelines. And he is going to have to take sensitivity training before he can race again next year. How about what the fans were yelling out that <laughs> instead of let's go, Brandon? Uh-huh. Well, he should stick to gestures like the guy, the guy Sunday, because he feel he got cut off. So when the guy was doing his burnout, mm-hmm. he, he drove up and mm. FedExed him. So sensitivity training. Uh huh. Yeah, that'll fix it. Yeah. From the weather center, fifty-four degrees today should be pretty nice. Even warmer tomorrow, fifty-nine, sixty-six. Then coming your way on uh, on Friday or Thursday. What the hell is day day? Tuesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 66, Friday, 62, Saturday, 62, and Sunday, 58. Another good week. And don't forget, we change the clocks back. Uh, You'll get that extra hour of sleep, Mark, that you've needed so desperately. (laughs) I'm Uh, pretty good after yesterday. So, (laughs) oh, great. (laughs) That's what's happening. Mark and Paul here together. Thanks for tuning into the cat. 102.9 on your FM dial. You can get us anywhere by touching your app. If your wife asks you what you're doing, just tell her you're touching your app. Don't come in here. That's right. I'm getting Mark and Paul on right now.